Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Nick Yurko, aka the Duke of Hobbies. Nick, how we doing? Alrighty there, Jake. I'm doing well. I'm actually doing pretty good here today. Uh, yeah, so, so. You, you're always doing well. Well, hey, I keep myself busy. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> But so how about yourself? How are you I, doing? I'm doing well. Um, not quite as busy of a week as you. Uh, this weekend, <laughs> though, I did play lots of Pokemon um, IRL and on PTCGO in preparation of Evolving Skies, needing to max out those coins. I've been a little bit behind uh, weeks pre- previous, so I've been doing a lot of tournaments there to try to make up those coins. Um, but uh local always you, you can only get two thousand packs and not uh, not, not <laughs> no you get you get twenty five thousand yeah, yeah yeah something like that yeah. uh but no locals is always fun um mm. ended up doing pretty well this week at locals um taking home the dub the first outright dub i've had in quite a bit uh time with our locals uh with shadow rider i know chuck hates it when i run shadow rider but i'm sorry uh i like that deck uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because he can run the uh, creamy version oh yeah yeah I, the funny thing is he gave me he gave me a little bit of grief running it this week and he was running a very similar deck to me this week uh <laughs> although my to be fair, so i've run it three weeks in a row uh, uh so <laughs> it is what it is i love the deck uh but then we had our pre-release um, and this is actually the first pre-release that I did pretty well in. Yes. Ended up, it was five rounds. I ended up going 4-1. And I believe you did too. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, think that I was lost too early. Yeah, yeah. So I, Six, I ended up... Six, four, and ones. Yeah, yeah. I ended up taking the top spot because right. of my strength to schedule. Um, right. So for all the locals listening, I had to go through Murderer's Row uh, throughout this for the throughout this tournament. I had to play, play against Brian Desmond. Uh, then I had to play against Ryan, which we had one last week. Um, our two-time champ, Colton, right after that. And then another solid, solid, really good player, Joe. Um, and then finished up playing against Adam. So um, out of our locals, I had to go through all, like, the hardest <laughs> yeah. field there. While all you guys, the rest of you guys, had a little bit easier of a path. So Yeah, <laughs> I was, lost to Joe round two. And yeah. that's what that's what kicked me down. I was like, oh, I was like, there's no shot now. Uh, <laughs> I was going for my three peat, but um, I was happy to still finish four and one, and that, that ended up yeah. working out well. Four and one's good. I when I played against Joe, it was the first time I won a game that I decked my opponent out, <laughs> and so he's he. That's He's on playing, camera. He, he pulls a, a Rayquaza out of his pre-release, and I had the uh, Draco's alt uh, V. Draco, yeah, Draco's yeah. alt V. And so we were playing a lot of chicken in that game, and I was up by uh, one turn uh, with the prize race, and then he came up and took the lead with the prize race. And I, if I would have knocked out his active, he just comes up with his Rayquaza and, and ends game with that two prizer. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was very late into the game and he only had two cards left in deck and he expected me to knock him out um, or at the very least be able to attach, attach and then retreat and then come up and hit me out. Um, but uh, Arkazolt's, um, his first attack's kind of brutal in this format where he couldn't yeah. attach energy to active and he couldn't retreat. And so he just stayed there 
and I, and I made him deck out. So sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a little upset with me, but that was my only win con. So I had to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, we got that. So I did bring the recording equipment. Uh, we got those matches actually recorded. And oh, that's we'll hopefully, right. That was yeah, on this. That, that was, was on. on I was on camera, so we'll actually get to watch that one. We might just do what we did last time and do like a live session and watch them all back to back, back because they go. Look, they're a little quicker of matches, anyways. Yeah. They're about like fifteen minutes long tops. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a um, a lot of fun. There was. I, I think this was a very interesting. I think this was probably. I've heard a couple of people say this too. This was probably the best pre-release set uh, or kit. Yeah. To work out of. Um. You know, you, you weren't were dealing with Doug Trio flipping heads the oh whole time. Gosh, that right. Was ridiculous. So right. And I think the this... two things that made it great was a lot of people had Flaffy, so there was some some kind of energy acceleration. And right. toy catchers a thing. And in a mm -hmm. format like this, it actually mattered. Uh, my, right. my loss to Adam in the in the last round because he found his toy catcher before I could uh, for mm -hmm. a win. Uh, so, so yeah, the, the, the pre-release that the kit in itself felt really uh, really balanced right. and a little bit more consistent, I guess, than uh, previous sort of right. shield pre-releases. Right. Yeah. No, but, I I would agree with that. But aside from that, I had one little uh, little tangent here. I've I've had a like kind of a uh, messed up back for a little while, so I've been putting off a lot of work uh, in my backyard with uh, overgrowing um, weeds and, and like there's root or there's some, and some part of the tree fell down and there's just a lot of stuff that needed to be cut. Um, and and like all my lawn care equipment wasn't going to cut it, so I told my wife, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to buy a machete because I, I I need to I need to start whacking this stuff down because it it was. There's been a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be cut. She's like, why do you need a machete? I'm like, I just do. <laughs> and then I got to go out there uh, this weekend and, and just start hacking away at the plants. It was, it was very gratifying, satisfying feel uh, to cut <laughs> all those vines uh, down with, with, uh, with a big, big sword kind of. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh <laughs> I know you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I just, uh, someone, uh, I just went through, I had everything. I had someone else come in and completely clear out my entire property. I have about a half an acre of land. And so I had all my, I'm starting with a fresh slate. So oh, I'm man, waiting. I'm yeah, it's, it's clean. It's clear right now. I got nothing on there, but I'll be planting a lot. I'm actually going to be probably recording that and putting that up on my own stuff too. Cause I love uh, doing so much yard work like that. So that'll be fun to actually record and um, capture. Nice. Nice. So aside from the pre-release um, anything else go on for you this week? Well, uh, the main thing was at uh, I got, I got a Requaza V max uh, from one of those packs and I pulled the rainbow one. So I was really happy about that. And I can't be uh, happier. I, I think I've won in terms of all oh, yes. the pulls there. I won. I won on that. Okay. So <laughs> that, that reminds me, I have to have a little bit of a salt, salty moment here, um, which all <laughs> in its own, I, I appreciate and am happy for everybody that pulled something good. Cause like you got that rainbow Requaza, a few people got some gold cards, um, our local, uh, Shayla, she got the Umbreon V alt. Um, that's the card I want the most, um, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm like super happy that everybody got something, but out of all the packs that I got for winning, I pulled literally nothing. Yeah. You, you got what just, just your only full art was a drinkable, like, or like, and that was like, that was your only V I believe you pulled. Yeah. I pulled that in the kit, yeah, in um, the kit. and then I did 
uh, pull a Garbodor, but he's two dollars. Well, <laughs> I just wanted one pull. I'm I'm happy mm-hmm. for everybody else that did, but I would just wanted one. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mine were all straight fire. I walked yeah, away I know, with I saw five. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many packs did you get for prizes? <laughs> uh, we well, we had a prize thing, and, and either way, uh, Zach and I split a little bit. We just uh, that way yeah. it would be even in prizes and everything, uh, which was good. Um, you know, Zach, yeah. uh, even Judge. Zach pulled stuff. He yeah, he got a rainbow. He got he got the rainbow drag yeah. Again, um, happy for him, but like yeah. I just wanted one. <laughs> yeah, I pulled Metacham, Noivrin, V, who I ended up using a lot um in the event, and then also the Rayquaza, and then I got a Lycanroc V. I got and I had only four other packs to go with. Oh. Um, and I think everything other than one of them had something. You disgust me. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was just unbelievable fire from that box. Oh uh, my for gosh, everyone, yeah. I, except I, for you. I, I've been seeing everybody online pull heat and then locally everybody is pulling heat and i just felt like that kid out in the rain <laughs> looking out at the party like but what about me <laughs> um ah, that's just my salt but i'm sure i'll get uh get some cards you, some good cards coming i think up, you'll uh, be fine online too so you'll, oh, you'll yeah, have yeah. The, you'll uh, have the uh, upper I'm, advantage I'm here. lucky enough that my cousin is a collector and he likes to buy cards, but he doesn't play. So he usually hooks me up with card or codes. Nice. So uh, online game will be fine. It's more just I, I want to get some of those cool. I, I want the Embryon V uh, so bad, but I don't want to purchase it because I'm not I'm not one to just say, hey, I'm going to spend $100, $200, whatever right. the cost of a card is to, to get it. Um, right. I want to pull it. If I don't pull it, then I, I'm just going to live without it. Nope. Understood understandable jake before we continue let's jump to the whimsy watch hello and welcome to another installment of the whimsy watch now coming into this week's watch i wasn't sure what to talk about because this week's results don't really mean much when two days from now the release of this episode we enter the evolving skies meta and with that we'll take a quick stroll down the pog meta and then straight into rotation so does one more week of chilling rain results really mean anything Eh, maybe. But, you know, I did find one good thing to talk about and to have a little fun with. So, Blissey has joined the Pokemon Unite roster and it looks to be a solid support option, taking teams to the next level. Wait, what? I'm kidding. But I do have one more top five countdown of the format. For this countdown, we're going to see what decks won the most tournaments during the team up to Chilling Rain meta. To clarify, I looked at tournaments that have 50 or more people on Limitless over the course of the uh, Chilling Rain meta. So let's start with number five with a cool six wins, and it is Eternatus. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. Not bad for a deck with a lot of counters printed for it. Coming into fourth place, is a tie with seven victories. It is Luke Metal, and then Rapid Strike Urshifu with the Inteleon build. Quick Strike, Metal Walls, two decks that know how to fight. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, woo! Okay, third place, in a three-way tie with eight wins. It's Dark Box, Ice Rider, and ADP with Moltres. You underestimate my power! And in sole possession of second place with nine wins is Decidueye. 
And in our top spot, with 27 wins, Shadow Rider Calyrex. After release, Shadow Rider had one thing to say. Execute order 66. And then ran over the competition. Fatality. Well, that was the top winners of the Chilling Rain meta. I hope you all enjoyed this one, and I leave you with Pikaram's thoughts on this meta. Great work there, Chuck. Thanks again. But hey, Jake. Yes. Guess what? Y what? Th this is our 52nd episode. What does 52 mean? That means we've been doing this for about a year now. <laughs> this a is, year this is... of the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. Uh, that, that's an accomplishment. Uh, uh, when we started out, uh, I was hoping to get to this point, and we, we, we're here now. And mm -hmm. the community we've built um, locally and abroad, um, mm -hmm. I'm super proud of. And uh, it's been a really great journey, and hopefully we can get another year after this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why we... Um... We've done a quite a bit here. Uh, you know, we started off just me and you. Uh, yep. We've now officially fully expanded our team with uh, Chuck coming in, um, you know, and all the hard work he's done with the Whimsy Watch, uh, being another co-host uh, for, for the show, you know, all the work he's been able to be a part of. And then, uh, all, and then also we had Ryan jump in too. Uh, and you know, you know, Ryan in the round table has just been phenomenal oh, recently. Yeah. Those yeah, round table discussions have been so great to be a part of, um, mm -hmm. just for myself and our community, mm -hmm. um, just growing as players. So I want to thank, uh, Ryan for that, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then also, uh, you know, we got to shout out Zach and we got to shout out Steve, you know, but mostly and a big one to Zach again uh, for being our head professor for the group and running everything locally, running everything online, does everything so well. You know, I don't think we're I don't think we have the tournaments that we do uh, without without him. So, oh, you know. It's just uh, unbelievable. Awesome. We've had him on the cast um, mm -hmm. and we've had Steve and, and Ryan uh, Chuck, mm -hmm. all of them on the cast um you love this local community and every single one of them brings something to the table um and very very appreciative of them all right jake you know what time it is though real quick what time is it it's trivia time oh dear <laughs> all right now now this is a good one this is completely related to the pre-release i thought this was a good fitting one because the, there's a lot of questions coming up about this uh <laughs> you might already know the answer you might already know the answer yeah well who knows um so uh one of the pre-release pokemon that you can get in this set is smeagol um and he has a really uh strong attack that yes. uh yeah that's for two colorless uh, and you reveal your hand and you show energy and it does additional damage. Now, to pair that with, well, it works It works really well with Cotton Lift that, from Eldegoss mm -hmm. uh, from this set too. So uh, if a player has currently two grass in hand, okay, one psychic, and uh, uses Cotton Lift to pull up two more energy and they grab a psychic and a grass giving them three 
uh, three grass and two psychic in hand. Yeah. And they attack Regalicki from the set uh, with Smeagol. How much damage does Smeagol actually do? Okay, well, how much damage does he do per dam or per card? And you can give me that. <laughs> I don't remember uh, off the top of my head. Okay, so it, he does what? I, Forty he, per energy. Thirty. Thirty, 30 plus. Thirty plus. Okay. Um, what what does he attach to his physical card? He already has attachments. Don't have to yeah, worry but about what that. What type yeah. are they? Uh, it, it, that he has attached to. Yeah, because it matters. It, it does not matter. Uh, it what it, what he it, has attached to does not impact the attack. Okay. Okay. Well, he has he has two different types of energy, so he's doing sixty. Um, and if he's weak to it, is Regilecki weak to him? Probably. No, he's a colorless. He's a colorless Pokemon, so he's just doing sixty damage. 60. It's a trick. It's a trick question. He's doing ninety because <laughs> it's thirty plus. It's not. Right. It's not thirty right. X. Right. Yeah, yeah, yep, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yep. Some, yeah, yeah. I, and I, the it, energy it, portion didn't trick me because you're uh, right. You, I even though he had five, like the the player is doing something wrong if he's actually pulling up the same type of energy. Right, because Smeagol does based on the amount of different types of energy, mm -hmm. um, and there and but. And but people forget plus. the 30 plus because yeah, some people are like that's 60 yeah, and yep yep and i had two knockouts that way where they're like oh oh it was the exact same scenario exactly. that way for, yeah so that's yep. why i thought it was a good one uh and there's a lot of confusion online on reddit and stuff yep. that's why it's i wanted the to bring 30 that up plus, but yeah it has to be each energy type is additional uh, right. 30 damage and that part didn't confuse me just no yeah I, I knew <laughs> i wouldn't catch you with that i thought i'd catch you with the uh the total yep, amount of you damage did. Uh, you <laughs> did and then the whole weakness you were just trying to throw me off completely oh <laughs> <laughs> um, right. yeah so again we're we've been doing this for uh, about a year now or out of year um we've had a lot of great moments on the podcast um and i want to just kind of go over a lot of like reflection in this episode and so my question to you first and foremost and i, I it will apply to me as well but um some of your best memories of the podcast <laughs> all right so one of my favorites is the fact that it, it, it goes two ways here um i can't pronunciate anything no you can't and pokemon <laughs> I always mess it up, uh, but mm -hmm. the Zamazesta. Oh, that stuck. Not only did that stick, like that is a actual saying the local groups will use some, you know, I heard it. No, at if the you say Zamazenta, people <laughs> will correct you and say, no, it's Zamazenta or Zamazesta. <laughs> I know. And so that is one of my favorite things and just being able to be like, or when I do show up and they're like, Nick, I don't even know what you were trying to, what Pokemon you were talking about there. And I'm like, <laughs> I try my best. Um, so no, it's just, I, I thoroughly have enjoyed the fact that, um, you know, everyone pays attention to it that in that detail and, you know, being called out on those because they're just some of them, my most ridiculous things. And they're all by accident. I don't try and do those. And I just have thoroughly enjoyed being able to uh, share that those with everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be way more to come in the future. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> all right. So one memory that kind of stuck out to me um, was when we had uh, Mitch from Sableyes on and we were doing a set review for for um, Chilling Rain. And 
we were going over that specific day. Uh, we had Shadow Rider Calyrax was leaked with all of the psychic help um, and just our banter between the three of us um, going on between how ridiculous, how broken of a card that uh, Fog Crystal was on top of the Shadow Riders. Um, and that wasn't even including uh, the the uh, the cemetery or whatever. Old we, cemetery. That, yeah, the old cemetery. But just um, kind of how we were all just giggling and like excited, but a little, a little scared and like how ridiculous this is. Um, it was definitely an icebreaker. It felt like, uh, you know, it was, it was a good moment to have mm-hmm. uh, and to share it with Mitch, such a, such a great person in the community overall mm-hmm. um, was probably one of my, uh, the, mem- the memories that stick out the most to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that was, that was a lot of fun to be able to discuss that with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just to win. I think the one thing that I've enjoyed the most um, is when we, do, you did that episode where we, you were like, Hey, I got a great idea for an episode. It's going to be about this deck I've been working on. And it's the Intellizard deck. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was the first time we were really invested into Inteleon. <laughs> well, we uh, were invested we, in, in we were yeah but like we pub out loud we're yeah, like this is the baby the the, the baby and telly online yeah. the baby and telly online we're like look shady dealings one shady dealings two solid let's let's look into it um uh, and, and like you know and you know you know i think we had originally you you originally thought of chino and then you're like no nah, i like this a little bit more and i'm like yeah this makes a lot of sense and i think that one has grown for me you know, just mm-hmm. because of where we're at in the meta right now um yeah it, it not does... that intellizard not that the the zard is the best part but like no a lot of those elements there um you know have been so you know just have carried over and a lot of our deck building process too uh, oh, yeah. especially when you, we we talk, collaborate or uh when you you collaborate with others and then you get back and you're like hey look at this i'm like oh wow <laughs> yeah no. it definitely was a uh I, we felt justified um or or what's the word i'm looking for yeah that 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 we brought we brought this you know the that archetype to a deck um when people weren't on it and then now Mm -hmm. it's like it's in every deck almost so it feels good that we kind of were a little bit ahead of the game and i think jake gearhart uh did say it well where we were we didn't Mm -hmm. quite have the pokemon that went with him um quite yet to be like the best partner right now with um having having those ice riders um and the and the urshifus uh really kind of set that deck off but i we weren't very far off when we you know were on the shady dealings and it was definitely Mm -hmm. a great feeling to kind of um show that we're we're on the right track when it comes to deck uh deck creation are we the best at, at it yet at this moment no, no. but uh, we are on you know the right track and it, it is a good feeling yeah yeah all right so i have a couple others but i'll i'll get to this next one here uh and it's not necessarily specific to our podcast during like an episode it was more on our around the board um which oh, is kind okay. of a, a spin-off of our, our podcast where we have you know contestants on talking about topics um, and we had our local Ryan uh, on, and I think this is like his second or third time on our episode. Um, and Zach Lesage was on there as well. Oh yeah. And and uh, I forget the question exactly, but I remember Ryan just trying to give such a safe answer. 
um like a, such a neutral answer and right. he just got completely roasted by zach lesage um and and I, I, if i remember this, correctly if yeah. i remember correctly lesage is like listen here homie this is <laughs> exactly. you're, you're wrong exactly and i was just like said. i was just like whoa because <laughs> the, the funny thing is after uh after that episode we, we uh you know i work with ryan in the next day Ryan just comes because I'm there before he is and he comes into work and he just has this big ass grin on his face. <laughs> he's like, that was the best thing ever getting roasted by the <laughs> Players Cup 2 champion, Zach Lesage. I'm like, yeah, he got you good. He's like, I loved that. <laughs> that's, and that, that's like part of the fun of that, too, of that round. Of, oh, of yeah, that, there was no like, board like, there. It was right, just, it right. Was it was just like and... he was just like, hold on. Like he I like Zach snapped like in terms of like he was he wasn't really even really like staring at the camera, I remember. And then he just like head snapped up and like, <laughs> He's like no, 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 no. Um, so that was that was a that was a that's a great moment. Yeah, that's yeah, a that good was, one. <laughs> that was a very fun moment. You have any others uh, off the top of your head? You know, we got to we got to do a lot of bonus episodes, but I think I, one of my favorite ones was the uh, just being able to start doing the bonus episodes and get those discussions in because uh, you know those were related to the league and stuff. And we've we kind of stopped doing the league a little bit here just because of time constraints with all, everyone in charge of running it and everything. But they're coming back. They're coming oh, yeah. back, and I'm, I'm. That's. I think that's part of the reason why. I, like, I look back at those moments in within fond memory. Even like, I played Colton and I lost them, or I, I like, I beat you that one time, and like, you know, like, yeah. you know, it's just it's been back and forth. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Although and I would say we we're, we're four seasons in, um, and mm -hmm. I've won two, Colton's won two, and we went yeah. uh, back and forth, back and forth. Um, and at the moment, I am defending champion of our yes, local league and i i intend to get that hat trick before you colton so i'm, I'm going for the trick before you <laughs> i don't know uh, i'm stepping up my game i'm coming full force I, I, here yes you are and i do want to see other people do well like we're not a community a where it's pick. like uh, well that's fine but we're not a community that's like hey if i don't win i'm gonna just rage like we all right. are lifting each other up right. um do I want to win? Of course I do. But if if, <laughs> if if you win and you take the league, I'm going to be super pumped for you. And that's what I love about our locals. And it, and also with some, you know, some people from outside our local area jumping in, um, Zorro Dad comes to mind. And I actually mm -hmm. ended up playing him in the finals um, of mm -hmm. the last season and just being able to grow our community that way. Um, for the next league, I know we're going to be starting it up soon. So anybody that wants to join on our Discord, mm -hmm. as long as you're mm -hmm. part of the Triple P family, uh, you don't have to live in Pittsburgh. Um, right. You're, right. you're more online welcome to join us. It's a uh, PTCGO. I mean, we can play locally if I was going to were to play you. Yeah. Um, but it's not required. So right. that is definitely something that I've I've actually really enjoyed as well. All right. So I do have a couple more that I do want to mention. Um, and one of these was very early on. Uh, when we first discovered, you know, the the chill series, there was a night that myself, uh, you and Chuck were mm -hmm. all on a discord call and just playing in the tournament, hanging out. And it was one of the first times since COVID where it was, it felt like we we're just hanging out like we used to at the LGS um, mm -hmm. when, when stores were closed, uh, not being able to hang out. So just chilling with you, you, you know, the boys. And being able to play, 
and then I believe you were very close to making cut that night. Um, I, I think you missed game. your yeah, you I missed, missed it, it by, by one the game. one the winning in, and we were both yeah. pulling for you. And it it was in, in regardless of how we did, because um, right. that was still when we were very new. Um, mm-hmm. But just being able to chill with the homies while we're playing a game that we enjoy, um, mm-hmm. especially during COVID, um, that definitely stuck out to me. And I, I was very appreciative of that moment, and I can't wait to have more. Yeah, same here. Yeah, no, that was that was that I was actually that was going to be what I was going to bring up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, no, that was a that was a lot of fun, and just I think we've kind of like done that over the year, you know, over not over the years, over like uh, over the over this year, we've done that a little bit. You know, tournament time schedules and stuff have been tricky, and that's part of the reason why we wanted to do Saturday Select the way we did, mm-hmm. uh, so that you know we fit into this different time slot and. You know, just being able to me and you commentate over games, being able to root for our locals against you oh, know, like, seeing our locals do well yeah. in these against some big names. Uh, right. So, right. So, like, so I mean, Robin won the last one, but like that was like, you know, like what he yeah. faced Ryan, he faced Colton and he yeah. faced uh, he, Chuck, Robin, I think. One, yeah. Robin had one loss the whole tournament during right. round Robins. That was to our local Colton. So, yeah. I mean, Colton didn't win it, but like he showed he can compete and, yeah. and be there. And I, I. I feel grateful that our um, podcast created the community that we have to let our community members shine. And that was definitely a moment that I was very proud and pumped for Colton uh, for. Uh, I actually do have uh, two more. I know I said two, Uh, but this next one we do, we've done some pack openings um, (laughs) in person. We've done them in person. We've done them. through uh zoom and you know with some locals without locals um some people that are outside of our area um had a lot of really cool openings but this one was our last one together uh you came over to my place mm-hmm. and we were we were um battling steve our local steve and uh it was only like i think it was my second pack it was the and second talking, pack this it was the second voltage. pack it was vivid voltage and i remember talking or you were like you asked me hey what card do you want to pull out of the set? And I was like, yeah, of course, I want the Rainbow Chunky Chew. Right. Um, and as I was saying that, I pulled the Rainbow Chunky Chew. Uh, <laughs> and we both flipped out. And yeah. But the ironic moment of that was, I think that it was like a two-hour stream. It was. Somewhere in that range. And we had 15 seconds of that stream that was cut out because yep. we had some kind of internet lag or buffering or something. And it happened to be, the 15 seconds were where one i pulled it and two our reaction to it even right. steve on the under other end um he could hear it through the phone but he wasn't able to see because of the lag so he's like what's going on over here right, <laughs> and then it was right. like chuggy chew like it was the best moment it was like kind of disappointing at the same time because we didn't get to have like that golden moment Right. Um, while we were actually having a gold moment um just to have been able to save that and capture it because like it not only did it not like we were we were restreaming it but it didn't even capture in the recording it was like a whole hiccup in the system mm-hmm. and it just had to be the best moment uh oh, yeah. of that stream and i'm not uh, blaming you for this one but no but it's all how, it's on my how end last, remember how last <laughs> week you were like uh with my random question and you're like technical difficulties yeah there, there yes. we go that's there it is that there so it is. much so um yeah pulling the chunky chew great moment and it's actually a psa or uh yeah psa 10, PS 10. Uh, PSA 10. our first card that we got together and it was a 10 so um great moment um, but I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring this up. And this is something that happened within the last two months. And it's not one specific moment, 
it's just a series of moments. And that is Chuck. 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 I love it. And and uh, to kind of go along with one specific moment, like we have all our locals. We we just cheer his name for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> um, and he he loves it, he hates it, he kind of goes up and down between it. But uh I remember we were Chuck and I were playing in Megumi stream over at her Gumi Cup, uh, mm-hmm. what, her once a month tournament, and he ended up being on her stream on one of the matches. And I jumped in because I lost and I just said, Chuck, Chuck. And then Gumi went off and said, you know, did a small chant. And then her people that don't even know our community right. don't know Chuck. I took a screenshot of it and they were just Chuck, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck. It, it was, was just the greatest. The whole chat. Just, it was the whole chat. It, it, he was, he was, uh, <laughs> he was honored, I guess, <laughs> if anything. So uh, just, just being able to meme on buddies uh, with the whole Chuck, Chuck, Chuck thing. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, Jake, uh, you know, we got lucky enough to be able to interview a lot of people who oh, yeah. are involved in the, in the game uh, in one way or another, we've interviewed professional players players um you know con- other content creators uh, judges, you know it's just yeah, judges just yeah uh, p- people who've been with the game since literally the beginning and people who've been with the game for you know a short period of time and have already made a bigger big splash yeah. um you know you know just so it's this is just uh, what were you know to you what were some of your most standout moments uh from the interviews not just you know because like, i've enjoyed so many of them but like I, I have a couple in my head that have stood out um, the so most. I, there's so many, and I'm going to not say somebody I'm going to feel bad because there were just so <laughs> right. many people. Um, but I want to start it off by our first interview. Um, having Atrocious Jake on from Metapod mm-hmm. um, was that first moment because, like, I remember messaging him, and he was the first person I ever reached out to to have an interview. You created was, a Twitter just for this. Uh, kind, well, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I did, and... I was very nervous asking him because like Metapod is another great podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they're just doing it, uh, killing it over there. And I was like, kind of like a small fish in a, you know, big fish kind of thing. And I even remember saying something to that effect to him. I'm like, would you want to come on? And he, and, and this was like, I, this was before I knew how, what the community was like as a whole. And I think he really just personifies how the community is as a whole. And he was just like, yes, I'm down. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I even told him, hey, we, we're very small. We're not. I think that was our 10th episode. Right. Um, and yeah, just his willingness and his enthusiasm uh, before, after, during um, the it was great. Um, yeah, and then that I, was our, that was our first really long episode, too. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and you know we, we were like you know i think originally we were only doing half hour episodes and then like uh, that, we're like 45 45 yeah, yeah. 45 ish uh, and that's now full, we're, we don't yeah. even have that full interview on there because it, we had to cut out portions of it because it was just like i think it was like that, two and a half hours long yeah, that was still when we were um using <laughs> discord as yes. our so yes. uh, yeah uh was it craig bot i still craig don't bot, like you uh, i still do not like you craig bot um but to, to further Jake uh, on Jake's um, coming on the episode, um, just a great guy. Um, mm-hmm. be, been able to become friends with him. Obviously, he's been very busy with his schooling. Um, he just finished yep. it up. Um, so congrats on graduation. Um, 
and 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 all that good stuff um hopefully we'll be able to play a few more games and and hang out but whenever i have a chance to jump on his streams or or mm -hmm. just kind of chat with him it's always a pleasure so mm -hmm. um i have to start it off at the beginning right so yeah 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 i mean that's a good point i i, I just i think the interesting to me, thing to me was when we got to one of my favorite moment interviews was interviewing Lesage. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, getting to talk to him because it was, I mean, it was hours after it was announced that he won Players Cup. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and like, he was just like, yeah, I can do it now. And we're like, okay. Uh, yeah. You stayed up really late. We're like, okay, we're gonna, just going to do this now. Um, and that was, that was an unbelievable interview in terms of what was talked about because he was the first pro that we talked to. Yes. Um, and you know, I think a lot of people were just amazed by the insight of not just about how he plays the game, but like how he looks at the game. Cause he looks oh, yeah. at it a really different from a lot of people. Cause again, he's a pro. Um, and just, it was just phenomenal. It was just, it was such a, I, I think, I don't think we even talked that much in that episode. I think I, we asked like, no, four we questions asked like four and, questions, but he answered them, to, you know, in full detail. Yeah. Full detail. Great, great insight. And just, again, just one of those ones that was just like mind blowing yeah. to me. Uh, and another one, like, just like Jake, like I reached out to him, uh, especially this being our first um, pro player right after he won players cup two <laughs> and just his, his demeanor and his attitude towards me. Um, it was beyond expectations right um and since you know interviewing him he's become one of my good good friends we talk on the regular he's kind of taking me under his wing um being able to talk decks um pokemon life um all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff um yeah so it, that interview was 1000 percent uh, a great a great part of the show as well all right so i got two uh, a couple other ones that i definitely want to shout out and um I got a shout out, uh, Megumi from Gumi Gumi. Um, <laughs> another one of those. Uh, she was one, I think, our first artist. Uh, she's a Pokemon player and artist. I think she uh, was her second, uh, actually. Amy was after. Was she after? Okay, yeah, okay. Because okay, I was so, about to say, yeah. So Gumi okay. was first. Okay. Um, but again, just kind of like Zach, where, you know, I reach out a lot and there's a lot of awesome people mm -hmm. out there. Um, but just kind of talking to her before and after the stream uh, or after our podcast um, and then just becoming, you know, to get to know her. And then we've become really good friends. Um, and she's probably one of my best friends, um, one in the community and just two over the last like six months since I've known her. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously the, the interview was awesome. Just talking mm -hmm. about her art, her art is super, super awesome. And, yeah. and, just watching her play Pokemon 2 is is uh, inspiration because I think she's one of the few people that, you know, really hooks up her community every stream yep. with, with code cards. And it really kind of inspired me on my streams to give away cards the way I do is because she hooks up her community um, more than most. So I'm, I really was trying to like mirror that. So uh, very appreciative of, of that episode and that interview in particular. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was, uh, that was another good one. I just, I think, like I said, like one of my favorite parts about interviewing everyone is how they look at the game. Mm -hmm. um, we look at it differently, you know, uh, you know, I think we're more player focused anyways. Uh, and 
uh, you know, some of these people who, who we've interviewed are like, no, I really like this aspect of it. It allows me to enjoy the game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from all these different angles. And I think that's that's one of the key takeaways that we get from our interviews and being able okay. to interact with with the the Pokemon community at a large. Because you know, again, um, you know, not everyone is going to be a professional Pokemon player. Oh. Uh, not everyone is going to have an, even an opportunity to get to regionals uh, and even get to play in there. And, you know, but there's a Pokemon community. There's a Pokemon set of players who are like-minded uh, f- for each person out there, I think. Mm-hmm. like So you have you have the Pokemon artists who are like, I really like this card. Let's see if we can make a deck work with it because it's the coolest looking card in the deck. Yeah. You know? Um, and you know, then you get see, then you, but then it actually all snowballs together because then there's the oh, colliding. Sure. So, um, you know, again, I just I think that's one of the neat things that we learned from interviewing people like Megumi and, and Pumpkin Amy, and uh, again, so so many others. Yeah. And um, another thing I want to like add to your point there, um, and I'm one of those players that I'm a meta player. I'm I'm striving to become a Zach Lesage, an Azul, um, <laughs> somewhere into that realm. Am I there yet? No, I'm not. But um, talking to people that have a different outlook on the game definitely opened my eyes to um, you don't always need to play meta to improve. Like when I first started, I was like, Oh, we need to play, you know, the best decks, the, you know, the handful of decks or whatever they are at the time. Um, But sometimes stepping back and playing a single prize uh, deck, like in a a different format, like a single Mm -hmm. prize format um, can improve your game uh, just as much. I mean, obviously you don't need to know your card pool, um, but as far as just learning sequencing in different formats um, can definitely open your eyes up to different kind of, you know, skill sets that you might not have if you're playing whatever that uh, meta deck is at the time. Right. Yeah. No, I, I say, I say the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to interviews is just how we kind of actually went around the world with our interviews. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, uh, we had, uh, and it, it kind of spans a few different platforms that we've done this on. So we, you know, we were in Canada with uh, uh, Babish and, you know, in Lesage. We've also, you know, we've gone all the way across the U.S., uh, you know, with Brophy and FDK and all those, all those players. Dan Turco. Uh, and Dan on Turco. And, you know, again, all the way to Oregon with Megumi. And then, you know, we got uh you know cashman mm-hmm. <laughs> all the way over there <laughs> and you know and then in our triple p saturday select when we tried to interview some of our winners you know they're like they're like oh i don't speak english oh okay you know but hey that was an awesome win you know congrats yeah. um you know like and then we've had someone from you know we've gotten to Pumpkin talk to amy from from yeah. uk uk yeah, yeah it's just i mean we from australia <laughs> yes like we literally went down under on the on these <laughs> on, on this whole cast and like that's unbelievable to me and i know like our, you know everyone who's listening to this episode like that that was just i think that was a fun journey that everyone who listens to us got to experience too because yeah. again like it, it's one thing to be able to watch these content creators um but to hear some you know you know I, i'm from pittsburgh uh you're, you're you know you're you're from california and stuff like to hear these basically you know you not a local boy is talking to you know someone from australia someone from uk yeah. someone from singapore you know just to be able to talk about this game um in such a such a fun and exciting way is just my probably top moment of the cast 
yeah um one more i mean there were so many um and we're, we're gonna do more shout outs throughout but as far as interviews i want to shout out two more people um and they're kind of one in the same um andrew mahone and azul gg um both of them would i would consider they they are both the creme of the creme when it comes to popularity in our community um and, and they're what everybody strives to be or, or, or gravitates towards. And a lot of times when you have people like that in a community, uh, Pokemon or any other game, or in, even if it's not a game, but it's just a community where you have people at that level, a lot of times when you reach out to them, um, you, you kind of like one of those things where it's, it's bad to meet your hero because sometimes mm -hmm. they're not the person you would hope they be. Um, right. But both of those guys um, definitely were and being able to uh or being willing to talk to us um you know throughout our journey through this first year um as we're almost basically a bunch of nobodies uh that just you know started up um was very refreshing and i'm very grateful for both of them and then any other top player as well but i i, I point those two guys out because they are you know like i said what people are striving to be or gravitate towards so um, very appreciative to to those guys. Yeah, yeah, no, so much fun. Um, any others or? Uh, I mean, I mean, you have the FTK guys. We got the tag team guys. Omnipoke, um, uh, Omnipoke. We got Metapod. We got Mr. Raichu. We got Mr. Raichu. We got. Uh, we had uh, you know, real sunny Carp, but real sunny <laughs> games. There's just so many. Um, great so many. every single person that have come on there um, and, and had fun on every single one in one way or another. But those are just some kind of the highlights, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. So going on from interviews, we've talked about a lot of decks um, either on our podcast or on stream or mm -hmm. one platform or another. Um, what are some decks over the last uh, year that you've enjoyed uh, playing uh, for one reason or another um, on our journey here in the first year. I'm going to start with the, it's a little interesting one because it, it, it was a moment in the game for me where I was like, I didn't think I was getting better. Mm -hmm. And it was because I was playing Eternus. I was playing Eternus um, a lot. Dark Disciplines came out. Obviously, it was easy to get into Eternus. And I felt like Eternus was just like in cruise mode. And yeah. even when I play, even today when I play I, and I use Eternus, it's like cruise mode right now on on the ladder. Like, it's just like, okay, da, 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 you know, fill the bench, crowbat, crowbat, crowbat. Um, and, and so it's like, but Luke Melmetal in its heyday? In this it is still in its heyday, just won a tournament. <laughs> that's true, it is. Uh, but I mean, it, it's, it's you know, and like that, it's that kind of deck that it's a control without a mill in my mind, which I, you know, I like actually without trying to mill your opponent's deck yeah. the whole time. Um, but it is one that I, it made me step back from the game, really analyze my play. Yep. And I, if I couldn't have asked for a better way to learn sequencing and how to get and, and reevaluating every move I made, I, I, you know, like that, that one, that one was a great one for me. Like that was oh, yeah. like, it just hit, it hit the spot for me. As um, much as I complained about that deck last week, um, <laughs> I agree with your points. It is a great deck for that. Um, mm -hmm. I just, that's not my style, but I get it. I get the appeal. 1, right. 000%. Right. Right. For me, I, you know, I'm an aggressive player. You, we've played an <laughs> X-Wing. We've played Pokemon. We've played a, a handful of other games. You know, I'm aggressive. <laughs> yeah. um, and just why you always way, get cut on among us. 
Um, no, I'm getting better at Among Us, where I'm not actually. I'm aggressive, but I'm I'm picking my spots. But uh, either way, um, what better way to learn a sequence than just to throw up a bunch of cards um, with the Denes and and professors' researches? And that's that's Picarom. I, I love. Yeah, Picarom. I knew, I knew you were going to say it. I knew and, you were going to say it. From every iteration of Picarom since I started playing, um, with you know Thunder Mountain, Tapu Koko, um, getting that you know going second turn one full blitz such a great combo broken uh, i get it <laughs> yeah, right. good for the game probably not but still fun going into even just like the the more recent iterations with uh with bolton and then trying to build up that energy on your field and then take late game huge knockouts with bolton and kind of like play that cat and mouse game mm-hmm. um and then even with just lo- lo- window load up picarom with his for his uh tag bolt uh max attack um, cause sometimes if you do that, <laughs> you can get really Ooh. punished because if your Picarom goes down, well, that's the game. Yeah. Uh, and then lately I've been playing Picarom. Uh, we were talking about like tournaments just to grind through, uh, tokens and I've been playing expanded Picarom. Oh, uh, it, it is just so fun. Um, it wins games quickly, aggressively and gets to the <laughs> point. So love, love, love Picarom. You will be missed. Thank you so much. My friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh no i am i am so looking forward towards rotation i oh, really yeah. am i am i'm i've been saying that since like day one i think i've been playing the game ready for post rotation <laughs> uh yeah. since i got into it but so any any other decks that stand out to you i know i have two more that i'm kind of thankful um, for standout wise uh i think the most obvious one for me after luke Mello because the way it brought me to the game was uh greedent and brought to us by dan alderico yeah, yeah and Great and deck. yeah and like i one i i love that deck oh, i love that deck has so many win conditions right you can deck a person out you can you could you could just them. stall you them can, with wondrous can, labyrinth if they, and that if was they before, hit you they can yeah. lose because they hit you right <laughs> Right. This and like, the, yeah, the, the Corsola, like the, the or, or Orangurus, like it was just such a big one hits with the with the Golisopod. Yep. Like they, they, they're looking at this like, Yeah. Yeah. Just taking big one hits like this deck could do everything. Yeah. I, I think that was that was fun to just kind of show up with and mess around with. Like the uh, it, it, it had a tough time there for a little while because everyone was playing a lot of healing. Uh, kind of stuff at yeah. one point and I brought to that tournament where it was like how many crowbat v maxes am I gonna face here <laughs> uh, or or beetles and I was like oh that's not what I wanted to see uh yeah. but like I think those were my only losses in that tournament I uh, you know and but like everything else it was just like smacking in and smacking out and like yeah uh just such a creative deck such a lot of uh fun you know and like it it, it those are those decks that I like seeing because it's these slow smart play yeah uh, of pokemon so the next one i want to talk about and this is more of a slower deck um it's actually the deck that i won my first tournament with um irl tournament and that is dragapult dragapult i feel it was i didn't expect um, that with, actually i did not expect that with this is this is you know before you know a lot of you know this this is way before urshifu um this is when dragapult was the meta deck of choice but it was because it, it, there was a lot of skill involved because of placing damage counters. There was a lot of player decision. Um, mm-hmm. So if you place the damage counters, those 50 extra damage counters on the wrong Pokemon or, right. or the wrong place, that could be the, the game right there. 
Um, right. So that kind of that introduced me to more of like a thoughtful um, process and, and having those little micro decisions um, really kind of adding up. Uh, so, and, and honestly, after playing Dragapult, that's when I fell in love with Dragapult. It wasn't through the VGC, it was through the TCG. And I think um, it was just that it's how it played, the look of the Pokemon. Um, and I just kind of fell in love with it at that point. So, and I just like Psychic anyways. Uh, so, Fair point. Yeah, so Dragapult, big, big soft spot in my heart. Uh, quick question then regarding Dragapult. Do you see a future for it post-rotation? I, I don't think it does enough damage. Mm -hmm. um, I have played around with like a Shadow Rider Dragapult just to accelerate energies. Um, right, Shadow right. Rider's not the main focal point. Um, almost kind of like what a Malamar used to do um, to just accelerate, to kind of make crushing hammers irrelevant. Right. Um, thing is it just doesn't do enough damage currently and and we're in it we're still in a we're kind of going into there where there's a few decks that can one shot but most of them are two shotting but right. but dragapult still doesn't two shot right just doesn't hit enough so unfortunately right now i don't see him doing well i mean if there's ever a chance for him to do well i'll be the first to jump on it right i i think the interesting thing about uh for me at least with dragapult is the fact that um you know it, it it has that shred ability to cut through like pokemon abilities and walls and stuff but it, it's not relevant right now uh it doesn't no. need yeah you just don't need that and as I, I like you think like oh that could be a good backup and you're like no never mind we have phoebe if need be phoebe uh, or, or maybe. yeah <laughs> phoebe pal uh, but yeah no those are, those are those kind of like things that yeah i, I agree with that assessment about uh, dragapult for sure Right, were there any other decks you wanted to talk about i mean when you talk about winning tournaments and stuff i i, I do have to bring up a turn of this because when it first came out i was fortunate enough i got like enough to play a tournament right away or yeah. play with it i believe i won one local event with it it was like the last time i was actually able to make it out because of my busy schedule and stuff um, and I did really, either I did really well. I came in second or first. I can't really remember that one, but I did play in some like other smaller tournaments, not like the chill series or something and showing up and like making cut, uh, mm -hmm. staying up late, you know, like, it, it was just like, okay, it is, it is a sh very straightforward deck. Uh, but it has a, a special heart for me just because it's, oh, yeah. it was my most winning deck. Uh, and I was playing and my favorite version of it was still the poison variant where, like i just like <laughs> just, it's not the just, best variant but it's it, not it, the, it's, it's bad now it's really bad now but yeah um but before it was just so funny because people would be like oh how do you get that extra little damage out there and you're like well toxic croak is fun and like the whole floor is poison has like all these different things on there and yeah i liked i always liked my counter with uh the galarian wheezing uh you know like oh you knocked him out my turn is i had to clear my bench because i think it is second at vmax down but yep. here's galarian wheezing so do you um <laughs> and and then there would just be like a pause like uh oh <laughs> yeah no that's that's uh, a great a great little story there for sure all right so again we've been kind of discussing you know we are fortunate enough to do this for a year so far um hopefully do it a lot more um, but because of us being on the platform that we are, um, what are some things that you got to do because of, you know, being on the, on the podcast in one way or other, if it's direct or not, um, that you're proud of? Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm an engineer. I'm a mechanical engineer. I like learning things. Um, and I, I, I you know, 
and I've already, we already talked about who we've gotten to talk to. And that's why I'm coming to this is like, I got to learn a lot, um, not just about podcasting, but like I have a lot of equipment um, to do this better and improve and, and make the audio. I like I like learning a lot of things like that. Uh, I don't mm. stop. Um, I'm constantly getting books. It's why I keep myself busy. It's part of the reason why I got the name Duke of Hobbies. Uh, yep. I just don't <laughs> stop uh, with with certain things. So, uh, but by doing the podcast, I got to you know really read into a different side of content creation that I never got to be involved of before. Um, and you know, that was only possible because of everyone who listens. So like, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, uh, normally some of these hobbies that I pick up into, they, you know, I'll do them for a little while and then I, I stop because it's like time to find something different. Um, but I, I can't stop with this one. I'm, I thoroughly enjoy it so much. Yeah, for sure. So for me, I think first and foremost, it's the community building, um, being able to, um, you know, when we first started with our podcast, I, I had a couple work friends listen to it, oh, you know, give us some feedback. <laughs> uh, what do you think? And, and, and it went from it went from me going like, hey, like begging like, any individual begging. person, hey, listen to it, uh, please, please, please listen to it. So, uh, you know, how are we doing any feedback, blah, blah, blah that kind of thing. And then slowly being able to, you know, build our local community mm -hmm. and then starting to slowly build our, our online and, you know, our listenership there uh, to now where it's like, I, regardless how we do, I, I just kind of, we do what we want, or we talk about what we want for that given week for fun. Um, the ratings are the ratings, but um, just having, you know, our, our current core group there to support right. us, um, it's kind of a proud moment that we kind of built a core group um, of, of people in our community to, you know, be friends with, um, hang right. out with, um, and have them support us no matter what um, is just great. Um, and that is definitely my biggest takeaway in this last year of doing yeah, this podcast. I, I mean, how we started was you hit me up with a message. You're like, hey, I want to sit. I'm going to do a podcast. I want to talk to my buddy. And I want to, I want to do this and well, let's just chat it up and let's record it. Let's talk. And all, I think the main thing, the number one thing is the fact that not only is it just me and you talking about this stuff and, you know, we got to, you know, become better friends from it uh, through all the ups and downs of, <laughs> of podcasting, uh, dealing with my schedule and technical difficulties. Uh, but you know, it's not just us anymore. It's not no. just like it, it's it, the community itself, but like, I, I don't know how, how quickly over a year, how many people I've gotten to meet and even in even, like just to chat with and yep. that like, they're not like one-off conversations. They're very, they're conversations I get to have multiple times uh, in discord, in mm -hmm. the Facebook group, in uh, you know, at the round table uh, at the LGS on Twitch, on, on YouTube. Uh, you know, it's, it's like, wow. Um, you yeah. know, it's, it's not just two buddies now. It's, no, no, it's we, a we large have a, group. A, an awesome group behind us um, to, you know, talk anything from it's Pokemon. It started out with Pokemon, um, right. but you know, it, we've made a lot of personal relationships that are, um, I, 
I can't right. even name everybody, but well, like, but there, like I a good example is like with Steve. Like mm -hmm. it was Steve, was, we were always in or, in and out interacting with Steve. Who, who uh, when we were playing other games at uh, the one, uh, one other store, and yeah. then it was just like now it's like I can't imagine not talking to Steve when I'm at a, a oh, yeah. an LGS, I, I, like I've, or even online. Like I yeah, like and, and Zach, years. like like uh, he's someone I immediately go to to like talk about like role questions because yeah. they're so interesting. Um, you know, and then being getting involved in it is it's it's one of the fastest snowball effects um, that, you know, I saw it. I felt like that took like six years with X-Wing mm -hmm. and it's like a year. It wasn't and I even feel a like, year because our, yeah. our community was so fast. great within a couple of months. And we, right. we've, you know, added, of course, um, but even like you said, Steve, but even like Ryan, I worked with Ryan and we were friendly um but because of pokemon yeah, our right, relationship yeah. is definitely grown and i i i talk to him every day uh regardless if it's work or not like i'm out there um and again like zach lesage megumi uh we've mm -hmm. had dan on durko uh, mellow magikarp all those guys i can just jump jump on talk to um you know pokemon or not and it's celio just, it, yeah celio, like yeah uh, yeah celio uh, another one um mm -hmm. just super awesome um even sleepy treepy um yes oh, oh another we'll shout see. out to oh, his, yeah, his you, event you, you another shout out, out you... to this event yeah please yeah. uh the battle for leukemia uh against leukemia uh on september 3rd please sign up uh it's a two dollar donation you get to enter in an event it's please uh it's all good for 100 percent of the proceeds are going to the leukemia research foundation so uh you yeah. know just want to give a shout out to him because charity is um a uh, big importance in my life and so i'm so happy to be able to just my little thing is just to be able to shout that out and then one other as far as like charity um mind blown um yes i don't know if he has anything specifically going on but he is one that is huge for charity events um so if you haven't followed him reach out to him on twitter or his twitch um he's always gonna he'll he'll have charity events to definitely better the community um his local community the pokemon community it, 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 he's just a, another great person if you if you're into that if you want to you know make a difference all right well that's all that's oh one you got more one more thing, you got one, one more, more okay and it's right, kind you got of one part more. of yeah. this community building but something that stemmed off of the community building and we were talking about ryan um he started out that round table discussion so being able just to chat and, and actually having meaningful pokemon to, uh, conversation um why cards go in decks why they don't go in decks um, what a deck's good against. Um, any right. questions you want as far as like competitive Pokemon um, in a friendly uh, environment where we give each other grief, but it's in a friendly way and and, and it's all fun and games there, um, but with a real goal in mind to improve our community um, through that kind of discussion. I, I'm very proud of Ryan for doing that. And I know we wouldn't have been able to do that without the podcast. Yep. Now I think I think there's one other thing that we have to say real quick is we have to thank our spouses, yes. <laughs> each <laughs> our yes. families. Yes, they yes, put yes. up with us uh, so much. Uh, uh, so definitely. Yeah. So Tiffany, yeah. Brody, uh, both of you, thank you for letting me do this. Um, I know <laughs> a lot of times, like my wife Tiffany will want to go do something. I'm like, oh, we have a podcast right now. <laughs> we can do it before or after. Um, so her always being super flexible. Yep. Um, and then Rachel's yeah, the son, same way with yeah, me. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. 
definitely thank you to our spouses no that's a very good call if we did it i think we might have gotten murdered but. i i you know what i think uh i think it reminded me wholeheartedly of one of the moments of when remember you were at my house we were playing it was like we were still streaming on my duke of hobbies account mm. at this time and i think uh rachel walked down the steps and she went jake I hate you. And then just walk back up. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> I remember. I remember. I, I think before that, you know, playing X-Wing, she was cool with me. But then she was like, Jake, she was, what did you do? What did you do? I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but that, no, that's, that's a great uh, call out there. All right. But you know, Hey, we, that's a lot of reminiscing. And again, that goes a big shout out to the community and everyone as a big, thank you. Everyone we've interviewed, everyone that's been a part of the group uh, that has, if we missed your name, if we didn't say it, um, you know, we apologize, but main thing is um, thank you. All right. So yeah, enough reminiscing. Um, it's again, every, everybody's great, uh, but let's talk about um, the POG championships uh, because that is the next uh, basically worlds um, and the next big event where most people are going to care about. Mm -hmm. um, so we are a podcast devoted to, you know, the Pokemon TCG and the metagame <laughs> and to improve. So I, yeah. you know, we, we kind of need to go over pod uh, format and, you know, what our thoughts are and what we will be bringing um, to the table for this. So yeah, dude, you're I, actually I know, playing it. You're actually it, playing in it, Jake. Yeah, right? yeah. So I'm yes. going to play in it. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of good stuff. And I think I mean, you're still going to have your Shadow Riders. You're going to have your your Ice Riders. Right. You're going to have Urshifu. Uh, and I think Control from talking to, you know, Jake Gearhart and, and, and other players will probably have something sneaky in there. Uh, yes. I'm not a good enough player to play Control at, the, at this time. Uh, right, maybe one right. day. Uh, I think there's two things that go into this. I, you got to pick a deck that you're, you're one, A, you have fun with, but two, that is competitive. Right. Um, and for I, me, think that, I think that's that's a tough one for some people to get get yeah. understand. So you gotta you gotta be that, real with yourself. So right. I mean, I'm not gonna go in there and say, oh, I'm gonna reset Senescorch or anything like that. I mean or Beetle. Oh, or Beetle. Those are fun decks. Um, right. but if you're if you're gonna be serious and try to, you know, make a name for yourself at you know, at basically worlds for this year because of you know, COVID, mm -hmm. the world we live in. Um, you gotta Again, be honest with yourself. What What's that? Real quick, again, listening uh, for those listening, POG stands for Pokemon uh, Online Global Championship. So, uh, yeah, just want to yep. just make, make that clarified. It, worlds, fake worlds, worlds, yeah, <laughs> real worlds. I don't know how to say it. I'm not trying to offend. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but it's it, the POG. But, but POG is like what you're saying. It's um, you know, if it, it's it don't. I would not I would, like, this is a great way to really test your ability to play the oh, game. Yeah. If Wizards you're trying like, yeah, to yeah, improve. Yeah. yeah. If you're trying to improve, this is a great event to show up at and really see how well you handles not only game pressure mm -hmm. and also, uh, you know, uh, you know, situations in the, you know, while you're playing, like yeah, this is a long, against... a long event. You're going to be playing against some of the best in the world and yeah mm -hmm. sure you you might be playing you know ice rider really well and doing so good on the ladder um but some of these players will put you in positions that a normal like typical ladder player wouldn't um so right. how are you going to react to that how are you going to like counter that so those are all situations you know to look out for but for me i think i'm going to be bringing shadow rider um again i i, I said it I, I like psychic decks I, is it great for the game uh the underworld door i think is probably broken yes. um but in the same if i'm not bringing it like 
and it's arguably the BDIF. Like, why not? Um, I enjoy playing it. It's a great deck. Um, the question for me is, do I bring in text to try to stop those Decidui players? Or do I just say I'm going to take an auto loss to a Decidui? See, per me personally, I don't think... I. I I know, I know a lot of those players who are like who are playing control look at Decidui. Um, I still believe Ice Rider can really clomp um, Decidui in a weird way. So that's why I like I get it and I it, like I I understand it, but um, I think Shadow Rider is definitely a high high priority target you know a good yeah. a good call um to to bring are you bringing which variation i should ask you first of all uh, it's gonna have um you know two gengar mimikus and a one one of the cake rider because obviously okay. spreading different kind of weaknesses and just having right. different um you know situational attacks is always good to have backup attacks right um right. So it's really, do I run Phoebe Palpad and cut a little bit of consistency, or do I try to go for more of that hyper consistent um, to try to roll over all those other decks? So that's kind of the biggest question in my mind right. um, at the moment. And, and I'm kind of going back and forth. At the moment, I would say I probably wouldn't bring Phoebe Palpad, but that can change after like 10 minutes after we're done recording. Uh, right, so. and, and and that's understandable too because Pog includes Evolution Skies, and so it, oh, yeah. so uh, we didn't mention that. Yes, team up through um, Evolution Skies, and this is going to be, you know that you know that whole tag team that their last send off. This is um, their on last top chance of having like, Rikwaza and and some of these other Duraludons and and you know other decks that might pop up. Right. Um, but I think it just Shadow Rider just seems like has a good matchup spread, and even its bad matchups aren't. 100% auto losses like dark box is out there i think dark box will do good um it's not an auto loss it's a difficult <laughs> play um right. but it, i've ha i've beaten my fair share of of well, dark boxes or dark decks um, right and that's why you, that's right why you have that's why you have cards like al creamy yes they can do like an instant ko ability with some of their attacks but like al creamy makes it forces them to go path that they didn't might have not want to uh yeah. because they they didn't have the energy they didn't have the hand to go again like there's it, it, shadow rider is uh, annoying to me <laughs> uh you jake has heard my distaste for shadow yes. rider plenty of times and i don't necessarily disagree with your no, opinion I know you on don't. the yeah. deck um and just as overall health for the game but right if it's here you know you, you should play it i think in my right. but, but i mean like I, I think again i think we're gonna see we're gonna see things like dark box uh it's gonna be a last hurrah for the tag teams i believe that's one of their better ones so you're going to see a lot of mu threes kind of things i think that's who's going to be more focused mm -hmm. um uh urshifus will be around uh because they can they can just pummel a bench Urshifu isn't like the automatic um bdif at the moment because of mu once right. he goes away but right yeah. now this this format i don't know um we'll see yeah i'm sure lots um, of decks will have you i i hear okay i don't think rayquaza here's the hot take i don't think rayquaza will like make like whatever the top cut is i don't think a rayquaza v max will do it i think i think rayquaza will be sneaky good with welder um it's just i think as we have welder i think it's better than flaffy because it's just you can you, right. you find that card and you do it going forward i think somebody will find a better optimized deck than whatever we see that weekend but i i have a sneaky suspicion that 
um, Rayquaza welder will be quite popular and and effective. Yeah, I mean, there, there's something to be said about because you can't forget about welder. Um, and, you know, you can technically, if you wanted to sneak in, um, it would be weird, like a Blacephalon, but that could be a one prizer who hits for a lot of damage after a recovery mm-hmm. shot or it's something like that. Attacker, yeah. yeah, it's just another backup attacker because you are a welder you deck. Need you need a have... lot of energy recovery in that deck, but <laughs> if that it's was the doable. Case, but... it, well, with energy recycler, but I mean, like Fire Crystal is better for fire if you're fighting. Yeah. You're so, going to be seeing I mean, Fire Crystal. Um, but I mean, like, obviously the Intellions are everywhere. Uh, the Intellion line, uh, yep. with, the, with the shady dealings and they allow a lot of decks to be super consistent. And then the Intellion sniping, the quick shooting, uh, to be able to put in the extra numbers that some of these decks need to put into, uh, they also hurt some of the other control decks, uh, which I think is kind of interesting for the game because controls like, ah, you can't do anything because your hand is empty. And you're like, well, I got one Intellion sniping. So in six mm-hmm. turns, that guy's dead anyways. Uh, and you can't retaliate. And it's like, oh, yeah, oh, bugger. Yeah. Um, you know, those, there's those kind of effects. Um, do you, Jake, do you have, first and foremost, then, who do you think will what deck will win do you think will take home the prize this time because this is this is a tough question uh, dark box dark box is gonna win i think okay. um it has really good matchup spreads um mm-hmm. it's very versatile because obviously mm-hmm. it's playing u3 um with a lot of different um different attacks um and we've seen through the history of mu3 being broken good having so many options um, yeah, sure. The HP is a little low compared to some of these um, VMAX Pokemon, but mm-hmm. in the right hands, I think it just has a lot of good uh, matchup spread, um, regardless of you know who's playing. So that would be my pick as far as who would win. I don't know. Uh, there's so many good players. Um, oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't even think it's. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's such a hard guess on a player because I feel like some of these events, someone out of nowhere will show up and like. Yeah. There's As always. A play- a good you know what? I'm going to change my answer. It's going to be Shadow Rider, and it's going to be me. <laughs> oh, I like the confidence. That's what you need. Um, well, let's go. Winning. There words. it is. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm rooting for you as always. <laughs> um, no, uh, I. I mean, I think it was interesting that, like, me personally, when I think about this, I think it was interesting that, like, Urshifu VMAX won it last time, right? Like, that was like, that was right for Players' Cup. Um, uh, uh, won the last Players' Cup, and that was, like, a weird switch in, right? It, it was, like, very last second, came in, and a couple really crazy versions of it were, yeah. was out there. Uh, yes, it does struggle against the Mew, but I still think it has some good workarounds with it. Um, you know... <sighs> I, I just, it, to me, I think it will be because you can run Path to the Peak versions of that one. Yeah. And that does hurt Dark Box a lot. And, and there are going to be various. There's going to be there, but you're going to have those swells. You're going to have. Uh, yeah, swells in the. Yeah. Marsha, uh, I, you have your Pokemon search out. Um, right. And you also have a stadium. Right. So, I mean, obviously, a well timed path, depending on your opponent's hand, um, could really just win you the game right then and there but i mean generally you're you're gonna see lots of outs to path is it an effective card yes yeah it can, it can just yes yeah, yeah there are workarounds so right right i would agree with that 100 yeah. percent. no I, I i like it, but it, it's i don't personally see anything in evolution skies 
taking taking the win here like you know what i mean like any of those mm. the major cards from there at this time but um it's just i i just feel like they're going to be some interesting texts that will come from it or some cards that might be auto include uh yeah. that we haven't seen yet like you know obviously there's a lot of play testing going on but i don't know if i would say i don't think i could say that like i said i i don't believe rayquaz is going to make it into there um uh that high up as a lot of people think i think he'll do well win i don't think i think he'll like i said somebody's going to perfect that deck but it's not right yeah yeah. yeah, it's too soon it's too soon in my mind um but i know a lot of people working on it so you know we could we could easily be wrong or you know uh, but i I think dark i think dark box is a good guess but i personally i'd go with urshifu just as my uh counter guess uh and if i was playing in it what I have and what I don't have, I would probably go with Urshifu uh, myself just because I think that I just would be comfortable with it. No, fair points. It's a, it's a good deck. Um, It has lots of options. Um, Very thoughtful deck. So I can't, I can't fault you for, you know, going with that one. Um, Time we'll see Um, what will come out on top on Pog. All right. Well, Jake, uh, normally we would have a, uh, I guess do a shout out, but we wanted shout to do out, our yeah. shout outs again. Just it is our year, uh, of, of doing this and we want to do a big round of shout outs. Uh, so I'll let you start at that off uh, here. So I want to first and foremost, shout out our locals. And I know I'm probably going to miss somebody. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I'm, there's a lot, we have a lot of awesome locals, but, um, we got Steve, we got Zach, Chuck, Adam, Ryan, Joe, Samantha, Colton, uh, and many more. Uh, there, we have so many awesome. Brian, <laughs> yeah, Brian, yeah, Brian, so many. I'm looking at a list. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, to each and every one of you guys, um, I've enjoyed our friendships, our battles, um, and I can't wait to you know keep keep that up. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. So, do you want to go on to some more? shout outs and uh you know I, again i'd have to thank everyone that came on um all uh, outside of the group um that have joined us in the discord and participated in events uh such as the saturday select uh so i'll give a special shout out to kill vicious who uh, or philly special uh, mm-hmm. who won our very first event uh which was really awesome uh you know then we've had we've had just being able to talk to players from around the world um, who play this game and you know bring up bring an interesting take into the game um you know i just i'm super excited about that and, and being able to talk to them uh also i want to just shout out sleepy treepy again and his battle against uh leukemia so again don't forget to sign up for that or just donate or even try to support, provide any support that you can so uh check that out i'll put the links in the description of the show notes for sure. And okay, so I do want to shout out a couple other people from Twitter. We haven't really got to say Luke Morris's name too much today. Um, he, he's definitely I've, I've taken coaching lessons from him, learned a lot from him. Um, mm-hmm. Great content creator, great, great person. Um, you know, uh, so Luke, you're awesome. Um, obviously, real Sunny games, big fan, a big friend of Luke's as well. Um, and when you say Sunny, you got to say pumpkin Amy. Uh, so <laughs> huge shout out to, to her. 
uh, coming on and just being an, another awesome, awesome friend. Um, of course, we've got Dan Undurko, mm -hmm. another awesome friend. Uh, talk deck ideas with him all the time. Um, uh, it, Dan, Zach, uh, Zach Lesage. Um, we had, you know, Megumi, again, another awesome, awesome friend. Um, there's so many. So, I'm playing the Mellow Magic I'm playing the Oscar Rage, music. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to give out uh, a shout out to, you know, the other podcasts. So we got Flow Tcast. We got, we got um, Scott and Maclow over there. Uh, we got Metapod with Sean and Jake. Uh, we got Tag Team with Riley and JW. Mm -hmm. uh, Lake of Rage, we got Mellow Magikarp um, with his array of guests, but the two that stand out to me is Grant and and Senior Doom, another awesome, awesome artist. Yeah, um, <laughs> he got to get on the. We got to get him on the. Cast. I know we do. Uh, eventually, yeah. If you're listening, uh, Doom, we got to get you on. Um, yes. Love your love your takes on Pokemon Unite and TCG and just art. So yeah, I think actually that's a good idea. I'm gonna have to reach out to him. <laughs> um but for everybody else that i, I might have missed i'm sorry um but love each and every one of you uh oh heather from pokemon P pokemon gaming um awesome streamer um yeah, yeah. Uh, and i know she's been in a couple of our saturday selects and yep. killed it there um and mr raichu mr raichu is another one always um great great uh interview the whole oregon community the whole oregon community is super awesome yeah we have um Oh, there's just so many um and the last i guess the last one i see here we got uh zoro dad for for yes. being one of the first community members that i mean outside of the pittsburgh area to jump into our community um mm -hmm. very appreciative of, of zoro dad staying laid up against playing against me <laughs> yeah for sure yeah. <laughs> all oh, right we didn't say sunichi how did we not say? Oh my oh, goodness! Oh my God! I'm sorry, Pedro. You are the man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I uh, love you, and the energy you bring to your streams is yes. second to none. Sanichi, check him out. All right, and with that, we're gonna do a special send off. All right. So, Pokemon players, we got one last question. Are you ready? Hello, this is Chuck from the Whimsy Watch. Hi, this is Jake Gerhardt. Hi, this is Gumi Gumi reminding you to stay safe and nerd on. Hi, this is Gyro Sean from Metapod. Hello, this is Ryan Vijanovich of the Triple P Roundtable. And thanks for listening to Triple P. P.